I'm joined at our outside broadcast unit here in Wexford by uh, Porrick Byrne, who's a reporter with the Wexford People and Independent.ie, and our Southeast correspondent, Connor Kane, who was with us earlier on in the programme as well. And Connor, we were saying earlier, you know, this was a massive operation overnight with a successful outcome, thankfully, no injuries to patients, to staff, to firefighters. Uh, and you were here from, from early enough in the evening. Just describe, take us through that night again. Well, from as soon after the fire broke out, just before four o'clock, I mean, a huge amount of emergency service personnel were on the scene between eight units of the Wexford Fire Service, including a water tanker and high reach unit, as well as ambulances, both from here in Wexford and that travel from other bases around the region and around the country. Indeed, Gardaí, Wexford County Council staff, Order of Malta, Red Cross, Civil Defence, all those people uh, joined together to uh, put together this coordinated effort, which began obviously with the fire service uh, mm. putting out the fire and they had it under control within a couple of hours. By about six o'clock, they were confident it was largely under control. It wouldn't spread any further, but uh, they stayed on site overnight to make sure it didn't reignite and to keep going with the tamping down process. Now, in the meantime, a lot of damage has been done. The fire started, it's believed, in a plant area and a lot of damage was done to the roofs of two of the hospital buildings in terms of fire damage. And we could mm -hmm. see yesterday firefighters on the roof uh, hammering into parts of, the f parts of the roof so they could open it out and get at the internal structure mm -hmm. and to actually put out the fire with their hoses and their water. Um, but a, lo a lot of water damage has been done to the inside of the of hospital course. building in general and also critical systems are down as a result of the fire and there's also smoke damage. So thankfully there were no injuries but as a result of this major fire um, a huge evacuation operation has been put in place and a decision was taken last night to evacuate the entire hospital with its 207 patients and that process has been underway a ever And since. in fact as we heard from Damien McCallion it was more than 207 uh, they, they, he, was, he was using a figure of 220 patients uh, that had to be evacuated. Now there's 40, 41 mm. patients still still at the hospital, but they were evacuated overnight um, right across the country. That's right. And ambulances have been coming and going throughout the night uh, and quite dramatic scenes, seeing uh, fleets of ambulances arriving over the space of a number of hours as, and joining the fire crews and the Gardaí and so on. And they've been collecting patients and bringing them mm -hmm. to other hospitals throughout the region, but further beyond as well. Dublin, Navin, St. Vincent's in Dublin, the Matter Hospital in Dublin, Cork, Kilkenny, St. Luke's Hospital in Kilkenny and University Hospital Waterford. And that process has been continuing overnight. And the really good news here is no injury, no loss of life. Uh, but a hospital is now closed and we don't have any definite word yet on when even parts of the hospital might reopen. That's right. And for the moment, all outpatient and elective appointments for today and tomorrow, at the very least, have been cancelled. And the hospital management stressed in their statement that the emergency service, the emergency department is closed for the moment and for the, uh, probably for the foreseeable uh, future. Uh, and I took a note of the helpline earlier they were giving out. It's 053 915 3012. And Connor, thank you very much indeed. And I'm also joined now by Porik Byrne, who's a reporter with the Wexford People and Independent.ie. And I think Porik apart from the first responders, you were almost next on the scene here yesterday. Yeah, well, I suppose messages started to come in uh, shortly before four o'clock uh, that there was black smoke coming from the hospital. Now, there was no kind of indication uh, at that stage what, what scale things would get to. But as I arrived, I suppose there was two or three uh, fire tenders there and they were dealing with it. There was a few pops and bangs, but no, no flames. But there was thick black smoke pouring out from the hospital and right across the whole town. Um, there was a, a significant crowd in the car park as well, staff and some patients and that, but everything seemed reasonably relaxed, thankfully enough. Uh, the fire service got to work pretty quickly. 
Um, but then as more units from the fire service arrived, uh, things kind of escalated a bit. You could see flames coming from the top of the roof of the hospital. Uh, eventually then, unfortunately, the, the, that part of the roof collapsed. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, none of, the, none of the firefighters working on it were, were injured, but um, they managed to bring it under control then uh, around six o'clock. And then it was at that point that the major emergency was declared and it was the, announced. The decision the, to close fire evacuation. is very scary and it must have been very frightening for the families of patients who were still in the hospital, worried about them, worried about what was going to happen. A hundred percent. Yeah, I had a couple of calls even from people who had loved ones working in the hospital and that who were very concerned and wondering, you know, was there any word? There was rumours getting out there of people who were trapped in the hospital and that kind of thing. Thankfully, that wasn't the case. Um, but still, it's still very worrying and very mm. concerning for family, families of loved ones. I mean, you expect to be going up to visit your, your mother or father in the hospital in Wexford and now all of a sudden you find out that they're in Loud overnight. It's a, yeah. it's a big thing to take in and, and it's a logistical nightmare for families as well as for the, the health services. This is a very important hospital in County Wexford. It's a big landmark on the left-hand side as you drive in from Dublin and you're a local man. Talk mm-hmm. to me about this hospital and what it means to people here. Well, it, it's huge. It's, uh, it's, the importance cannot be overstated, I suppose. Um, this is something that the people of Wexford can ill afford. Uh, just a few short weeks ago, we had a front page on the Wexford people which stated hospital in crisis. At that stage, you know, we were seeing unprecedented levels of patients arriving at the hospital. There was not the capacity to deal with them. We're waiting on this 96-bed ward extension that Minister Donnelly will have spoken about. But... Um, as a result of the lack of capacity, we were seeing ambulances piled up at the, at the back door, people waiting up to 30 hours on trolleys. So there were issues there already. Mm. Uh, now you'd shudder to think what is actually going to happen at this stage when we don't actually have the hospital functioning in any way and mm. it was already under massive pressure. Mm. It's, it's a frightening thought what will happen now in the, next, in the coming Remind weeks. Remind me what sort of distances we're talking about be- between here and and. Waterford University Hospital, which mm-hmm. um, people are being told is one of the hospitals to access for emergency or for maternity services. And we'll have mothers, I'm sure, delivering babies today and tomorrow and in the coming days. How far is it to Waterford? How long does it take? Well, the distance from Wexford town here, you'd be talking an hour and a half to Waterford. Would you? Now, if, if you if you put that, you know, uh, if you put that other areas around the county, you know, <laughs> It's going to be incredibly difficult for people going forward and for anyone. It's who, a significant who journey. And then uh, Dublin will take you up to two hours, I suppose, and Kilkenny and so on. They're all they're all distances. Yes. For, yeah, for, it, will, it would take a bit of a journey. And, you know, if you're in an emergency, if you're having chest pains or something, that extra that extra bit on the journey is, is, is going to be all the difference, you know. All right. Well, Porik, listen, thank you very much for giving us your time this morning. That's Porik Byrne there from the Wexford People and Independent.ie. And our reporter, Ashling Maloney, has been out and about in the town this morning talking to people following that fire at the hospital. Well, I would hope that, that, that it would be repaired fairly quick, you know, because uh, the people in Wexford like, would, uh, would, uh, would undergo a lot of inconvenience, you know, having to go to Waterford and... But no swear. You're from Wexford, you're from the town, yes? Yeah, yeah. How kind of significant is the hospital and how central is it? The 700 staff there living around here, I'm guessing. How significant is the hospital to Wexford town? Oh, it's very, it's, uh, it's very important, you know, because we're sort of, uh, you, you, you know, we're sort of isolated because the next place is Waterford, you know, and that's a good distance away, you know, so... 
are you worried that your local hospital now may be out of action for some time? Yeah, I'm very worried at the moment, like, you know. Especially people seriously ill, like, you know. Did you notice the commotion last night with the... Um, last night, all the horrible girls were outside there by 8 o'clock. I was coming back from Dublin. I could see them all there, you know. A bit of smoke as well, like, you know. And Ashling Maloney is on the line now. And Ashling, throughout the programme, what we've been hearing really is, I suppose, delight that everybody is safe and now among the people of Wexford worry about what the future holds as regards medical services. That's exactly it, Mary. Earlier, I joined you from the hospital. We reviewed what happened yesterday and the evacuation process overnight. And now I've come into the centre of Wexford town. People are going about their daily business, but everyone is very aware of what happened last night and the uh, what the evacuation process overnight. But now, of course, as you say, they're turning their attentions to what they're potentially worried about. Uh, you spoke there to a local journalist who said they, it can be quite a long journey to any of these other hospitals. I met a lady with a, a very young baby in her pram this morning and, and she had her baby in Wexford General obviously only recently the baby's only young so she would have had to go somewhere else if it had happened you know she'd had her baby now another lady I met her niece was booked in for a cesarean section today and she's waiting word on where she will go for that procedure and to have her baby so there's plenty of people here plenty of um, locals in Wexford City and town awaiting news of what yet to come of their hospital when things will be recovered rebuilt and reopened and where they can go in the meantime. Lots of questions. Ashling, thank you very much. Ashling Maloney there.